the, the demand uh, the, the question was about uh, the, um, the witness of um, Bishop Romero and uh, I would like first uh, to enter directly to the, the point uh, to say something about uh, the, the context of this uh, witness and um, well, you know, um, what we call liberation theology uh, was born in the 60s, early 60s, but more precisely the late 60s. Um, and uh, we have, uh, it is my, my point, to, in order to, to see the place of um, the witness of uh, Bishop Romero is um, this perspective had uh, very quickly um, the beginning of what we call the martyrdom in Latin America. That is to say the, the assassination of the people uh, committed to the poor, many, in many, many cases. The first one uh, was one uh, young priest, 27 years old, Enrique Pereira Neto, from Recife, was the diocese of Elder Camara in that time. Uh, he was killed uh, in the last uh, May 69. Uh, Liberation Theology was present, uh, articles and so No, the book, not yet, but we were speaking about already this question. Well, um, very young person, Afro-American, and, uh, well, I can say I have dedicated my book to him, um, because he was belonging to a sector very marginal, uh, oppressed even um, uh, sector, social sector in, in Latin America, the, the Afros, Afro-Americans. And the other was uh, a person of uh, indigenous culture, culture is Jose Maria Arguedas, a writer, a great writer, really, and uh, knowing very well this sector, the indigenous. Uh, my intention to, to dedicate uh, the book, Liberation Theology, it is even today, the names are there, uh, is uh, to take the, the last persons in, uh, in uh, this continent. Well, but you know, Enrique was uh, the first one, but after that, uh, we have uh, hundreds of persons. Um, you know, Romero is one of these. Um, he's not the first bishop. The first bishop was Angelelli from Argentina, um, four years before. Um, Romero was killed in uh, 1980. Um, 
until early 76. And uh, there's another after in Guatemala, uh, Juan Gerardi. Um, well, I say the bishops not because they are more important than other persons, but uh, Latin America is uh, considered in one manner a Christian continent and uh, majority Catholic uh, continent. And we have these persons so significant in the churches killed. <laughs> and uh, we have not this in 16th century, you know. And, uh, but in 20th century, we have this. It was very painful, certainly. And many, many persons, uh, priests, nuns, lay persons, and so many, many. And, uh, but uh, not recognized by um, all people in the church. Even in the bishops' conferences, uh, it was uh, 69 is one year after Medellin, the conference of Medellin, 68. Well, and um, in the bishop conference in Puebla, the Santo Domingo and uh, Aparecida, uh, well, in the two firsts, Puebla and, uh, and Santo Domingo, we were pushing for the one, one uh, word in the text about the, the martyrdom was not present. In one is a very line, uh, not clear, and uh, was not uh, so in Aparecida. In Aparecida, uh, the conference was in Brazil, uh, Aparecida, <laughs> um, in two, 2007, and we have a text there. And I would like to, to, to read this text, the number 98 of uh, the document of Aparecida. Uh, we wish to recall the uh, courageous testimony of our men and women, saints, and of those who even so, not canonized, you know, it's very it's, uh, clear, it's, uh, have lived out the gospel radically and have offered their life for Christ, for the church, and for the people. Well, it's a beautiful text, really, for several reasons men, women, it's true, and um, non-canonized, really many of them, and, um, and above all the reason, offered their life uh, for Jesus Christ, for the church, and for the people. But you know, the question classic, speaking about martyrdom, is the odium fidei, to kill a person for odium fidei. Well, in this case, no, uh, it is Jesus Christ, certainly, uh, church, I agree, it's classic, but the people, no. And only for the people, 
It is one extension of the notion of martyrdom. I think uh, this text and the witness of Romero have uh, changed a little the manner to understand uh, uh, what we call martyrdom. Uh, because uh, Odium Fidei, the, the reasons are where, at the time, above all, uh, religious reasons, Jesus Christ, <laughs> church, uh, certainly, but uh, for the people, because uh, Romero, no one was uh, affirming, uh, asking to Romero to renounce to be Christian, no one. And uh, by Christian, he was doing what he was doing. And uh, you know, I think uh, it is a moment uh, really different uh, in the notion of martyrdom. Uh, Karl Rahner has one article uh, in this way, and uh, not only uh, him. Uh, and he had written this before the text of Aparecida. But it is uh, the recognition of the bishops' conference, the whole continent. Oh, in this moment, uh, I say, at this reason, Puebla, Santo Domingo, uh, was not present. This uh, one reference to this uh, uh, this question, but in Aparecida, very clearly. And uh, for the reason, uh, it makes sense to say non, not canonized. The call saints, uh, uh, men and women, saints, <coughs> and those who so. Well, I think uh, uh, we need to to take again uh, our reflection, our theology about uh, the martyrdom, because in some manner it is uh, well not. Christ clear, church also, certainly was this, but at the same time, the people, the conquered persons. And uh, this is very clear in Angelelli, very clear in Gerardi, and also in the middle, in, uh, in uh, Bishop Romero. Bishop Romero, You know, um, Romero, you, you know several things about Romero, certainly, but uh, uh, he was a student in, uh, in, uh, in Rome uh, during the Gregorian, during the, the war. During the war was only in the 40s and uh, came to his country. Uh, Probably you know, it is uh, really well known. He has changed many aspects, uh, but uh, as bishop, uh, he has, uh, as priest first, but as bishop he has a very, very uh, rich uh, pastoral work uh, in one uh, uh, diocese of Salvador, uh, not in, not yet in uh, in uh, the capital, 
uh, end after their very short time, two years in this diocese and three years in uh, uh, Salvador. Well, and uh, he has changed. He has uh, uh, started to change in uh, in the diocese this uh, first uh, moment and uh, changing. Uh, you know, was the discovery for him of the people. <laughs> and uh, for this reason, this expression is very interesting and certainly the testimony of, uh, of uh, Romero is inspiring this, this affirmation and uh, the solidarity with uh, his, uh, his people. And uh, well, I, I think uh, uh, what is uh, happens, what was the for what reason even the bishops' conference were not recognizing this martyrdom because they say they are not, uh, it's not a witness. They, uh, they were uh, killed for the political reasons. And even uh, and Marxist reasons. Many of the priests uh, and even the bishops were, uh, Angelelli before uh, Romero, uh, were killed because they were political, political persons. And the re recognition uh, is not to forget. No, it's not so. It's a critique. They, they were not really good Christians. And it was the contrary. Uh, they were uh, uh, thinking violence is the way to to live in, in our continent in Latin America. Well, I can say for my age, really, no, no, good, uh, another reason. I know many of the these uh, persons killed, many. In among these hundreds, I know twenty, thirty. Uh, persons, because were not only my country, in other countries also, but some of them were uh, uh, old friends, and I, I knew very well. And, uh, and uh, one of the questions here in this moment is uh, the, the testimony of uh, Romero changed uh, the reading of this martyrdom uh, uh, which uh, take place before, before the assassination of Romero. And uh, we, we are in this moment, it is uh, a blessed person now, certainly the canonization is coming uh, um, uh, soon, uh, it changed the manner to see in Latin America the efforts of many persons. Because uh, to be killed because you are in solidarity with the poor, is the people, the poor, and it is a reason to kill these persons. Well, the first, uh, the reaction for the reason was not in Puebla and uh, in Santo Domingo. And uh, certainly not in the daily life of Christians also. Uh, the question was uh, 
the interpretation was political reasons. And Romero also. For them, I was in the, in the funeral of Romero in uh, uh, March 2021, 20, uh, well, in 2024, and uh, uh, I was the other uh, uh, weekend. Uh, yeah, I was now in the beatification of Romero also. Well, the difference, you know, among the people was incredible, because also in uh, 30 years ago, in 19, in March uh, 1980, was the, around the cathedral of the silence, a line to, to see. <coughs> Bear a Monsignor, yeah, was the, the, the sentence. Well, um, and uh, certainly so uh, happy uh, with the beatification. I think this beatification, uh, this uh, recognition has extended the meaning of martyrdom. Um, um, in this moment, uh, it is inspiration for another reading of the so many deaths and assassinations before. Um, and uh, I think uh, it's more than uh, to say with uh, blessed now. Yes, but not only him. Uh, he represents many things, uh, Romero. And you know, the funeral was a tragic, a tragic uh, day. Uh, it was a Sunday. And uh, our calculation in the afternoon uh, was 40 persons killed there, in the, in the place, there, there exactly <coughs> there. And uh, we have, uh, well, in the, in the cathedral, uh, and a terrible day, certainly uh, very, very tragic. Well, I think, uh, uh, I say this because this beatification and eventually the following uh, uh, canonization is not uh, one more. <laughs> uh, I think it uh, has a great sense in uh, the history <coughs> of the church uh, in these 50 years, more or less. It's more or less the anniversary also of the council, and um, extended, I have repeat, and uh, un understanding better the, the testimony of so many persons. And uh, you know, it's tragic. For what reason one pastoral, pastoral uh, reality to be committed to the poor, inspired by some uh, uh, theological notions important, were so the punition is terrible. And uh, not only the theologies are, are uh, burning and the people are killing these persons, but well, it is our case. It is our case. Many of them, not all, maybe, uh, but many of them were certainly speaking 
about preferential option for the poor, all, all this. And, uh, well, this is uh, my, my point, I don't know if I am clear in the question, is to say it is more than libertification. It is more than any canonization. It's a one manner to, to, uh, to read again the past in some way, to understand many persons. Even Angelelli, Angelelli bishop, but he was not considered except uh, persons, friends of, of him. Um, well, uh, and uh, you know, I, I am uh, recalling this uh, tragic manner to, to, to live in this continent and not only to, to be uh, fixed to this experience. Uh, it is not the question. Uh, I think uh, we must consider what is coming rather and uh, will be possible uh, from this time and uh, the following uh, years uh, to take advantage of uh, these questions, re-reading, uh, uh, extension, and so I think uh, it is one of our challenges now in Latin America. And uh, only to say, you know, uh, because I am doing theology, certainly, but I have had in my life, above all, a pastoral uh, work. But you know, uh, this question of uh, liberation theology, because you are doing, all of you, you are uh, doing theology, is not only a question of ideas of perspective. And uh, if you are close to the reality, a very present there is complicated. It's very complicated. And our continent is this. Uh, I find uh, two scandals, really, in Latin America. First of all, it is the beginning of liberation theology, one of the reasons, the, the birth of uh, this theology is uh, to say that this continent is Christian and you have so many poor. Mm -hmm. This is not possible. So many poor. And despised person, racism and so, you know, Latin American people don't like to, to accept we are racist. We are racist. Uh, we have not uh, racist laws. Mm -hmm. It is true. But, you know, the laws are not so important in Latin America. <laughs> and, uh, but we have customs, customs. This is very serious. And, um, well, I, um, this is one scandal. Uh, and uh, the second scandal is the reaction against uh, a persons trying to, to go in another sense in defense of the uh, least persons. Well, uh, we are in the church today, the universal church, one Latin American pope, but not only this, it's a 
because many Latin Americans are so very conservative people, but uh, it is not the case with Francis. It's a good moment, but at the same time, you see, we have uh, resistance in the church. We are now considering many things uh, not, uh, we were not accustomed to this, to say to, to be cardinals and bishops, affirming, no, no, the Pope is wrong, is not so, against uh, books, against the ideas of the Pope. Uh, with Jean Paul II or Benedicto were not present. Well, it's the same reason. For what reason this reaction uh, in this manner? Well, because they are taking the side of the poor. And uh, it is starting maybe 50 years ago, who is uh, John the 23rd, but was very, very short uh, moment and towards the beginning, but we had uh, uh, through John the 23rd, the first uh, expressions about the relevance of the question of poverty. And uh, well, uh, it is a, well, not a fatality, <laughs> not, but uh, it is necessary or, or rather, and uh, if we are taking the side of the list, we must uh, find a, a resistance, very strong resistance, not only to say, I don't agree with you, but it's good, it's good to discuss. And uh, it's not so, it's uh, a strong. It's not the case in this moment with the Pope, certainly, but you know, <laughs> sometimes we are thinking uh, it is uh, maybe approaching. Well, uh, because the, the poverty is not uh, a fatality, or it's not a destiny, it's an injustice. This is poverty. Poverty is, uh, in the last analysis, Poverty means death, death, early and unjust death. Um, and uh, poverty have causes. This point was very important in our vision of the reality. Uh, causes, human causes. The persons we have uh, built, we, ha we are have the responsibility of the presence of poverty in the world. We need, uh, again, to be scandalized <laughs> of uh, this. I think, uh, to know for a long time, I am trying to, to finish, for a long time in the church, even today for many persons, we were doing, consider poverty as a fact. Mm -hmm. Some people were uh, born rich, the other were uh, born poor. It is uh, the case of Pius the X in the beginning of 20th century. He had uh, one uh, text uh, affirming this. Uh, there are two, uh, two things to be clear. The 
rich must be generous and the poor must be humble and to accept the help of the rich. But two situations, not the results of, uh, and uh, for this reason, the question of uh, the social sin was uh, in liberation theology present in the beginning because it's, uh, it's a social sin. Certainly, persons are sinners, but uh, one unjust law is there <laughs> after the person and uh, is there. And uh, the social scene is present. You know, um, evil, I, I have another moment and uh, uh, questions. Uh, I think it is possible to understand uh, and uh, who uh, is interest uh, in uh, the ways to, to work. Liberation theology and uh, was born trying to answer to a question. How to say to the poor persons, God loves you? This question was uh, the first point. Because uh, um, how to say the the daily life of the poor is not an expression of the love of God. <laughs> and, uh, they are marginalized, they try to understand this, and many devotions, it is good. But finally, really the situation is inhuman. Uh, it is in, uh, in the conference of Medellin, uh, anti-evangelical and inhuman. Uh, well, uh, we are in front of the, this challenge. It's a big challenge, it's not the only one. It's not the only one, but certainly uh, the, the reality of uh, poverty uh, is present there. And uh, it's a big challenge for, for us. We have other challenges to to evangelize uh, the evangelization, it is true, it is true, but this is one of the most important. And above all, uh, I say I am finished, but I am not finished. <laughs> <laughs> this is very Latin American, to do yeah. pro promise also. <laughs> and, uh, well, but in this, in this moment, seriously. The, my last question. And uh, I think uh, we need uh, to understand uh, this. I think uh, all this, the suffering, because when we speak, when we say uh, how to say to the poor persons, God loves you, is because they are suffering. And, uh, and they try to to explain their marginalization and, the, and their poverty also. Well, uh, and uh, the preferential option for the poor is not only, not only it is, but not only a question, a pastoral question. The preferential option for the poor uh, is one manner to do theology. 
it, it is one manner to be a Christian. And not only, and I think uh, um, the three dimensions of the preference also for the poor is this. I think is one element, one point, aspect of our spirituality following Jesus. It is one point to analyze historical reality and to think in many great notions of Christianity from the poor. And, uh, and uh, it is also a manner to understand uh, what must be the starting point in order to announce the gospel, evangelization. And uh, the preferential option for the poor is not a question of, uh, I don't know, pastoral strategy. We need to go to the poor. Uh, and uh, for six months, or one year, or ten years. No, no, it's the whole life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the question is so important, we cannot really to forget this. Well, uh, we, were, uh, we, we, we were doing very good steps in this way, it is true. But uh, at the same time, we need to, to to more efforts and manners to be in solidarity with the suffering uh, uh, persons. Poverty is this. When I say it is early days, and um, you know, it's sentence coming from the missionary people in 16th century. The Dominicans and uh, Bartolome de las Casas affirm uh, the Indians are dying before their time. Before their time, uh, and unjust, we can say. Well, it is the question, one of the big questions. I, I recognize we have other uh, challenge, very important, to, in order to be Christian and to understand the love of God, certainly, I am not saying the only one is this. In Latin America, it's very important because it's the only one uh, continent Christian and poor at the same time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, the majority. I say Christian, I can say baptized mm -hmm. also. And uh, uh, for the reason is so demanded for us. Well, uh, uh, I, I am convinced, it is a, not a point, but a little thing. I have uh, today in our well, civilization, above all Western and so, the question of, uh, of money is really terrible. I think uh, the, the uh, I am convinced the more sensitive part of human body is the pocket. <laughs> Today is there. The question is there. You know, Freud be, belongs to the past. Uh, is it the pocket? It is a question. And uh, 
every person, you see the reaction of the Pope, the pocket is very important, <laughs> very important. I think uh, we, we need to, as Christians, try to, to be conscious about this and uh, to do something, anyone. How to do the option, the preferential option for the poor? Thousand manners to be the option for the poor. It, it depends on us. It's not the way, so, but uh, to be with the, the, the last persons of uh, the world. Well, I stop here.